This episode of Grow Getters is brought to you by the Grow Getters Growth Hacks newsletter. Subscribe at growgetterspodcast.com for your monthly fix of hands-on hacks for business babes. Hey guys, welcome to Grow Getters, the future skills podcast for smart women in business. Thank you so much for tuning in. Whether you're a driven career gal, a serious side hustler, or a bona fide lady entrepreneur, we've got you covered. We'll arm you with all the tools, tips, and know-how to grow your business or career neatly packaged in a fun, fresh, and digestible weekly podcast. You're listening to Grow Getters hosts, award-winning brand and content strategist Tanya Gama, and top 100 Forbes-listed female startup founder Tiffany Hart, myself. Hello. Hey. So coming up in today's episode, we'll be diving into a topic that a lot of us are trying to figure out in our personal and professional lives, and that's how to get shit done. We'll cover some of the best time-saving tips, tools, and some of the apps we've found that really work. We've tried ourselves and some great thought leaders have covered. But first, Tanya, tell me what's inspired you this week. So I just came back from my summer break and I read a pretty cool book called Atomic Habits by habits expert James Clear. And it's essentially all about building and sustaining good habits in your life And of course, breaking your bad habits too. And I think um, one of the coolest insights after reading the book was he talks about how the best way to ensure good habits is to actually interlink your identity with your habits. So I'll, I'll give you an example to illustrate exactly what I mean. So say you want to quit smoking. You shouldn't tell yourself, I want to quit smoking, but you instead turn that on its head and actually tell yourself, I am not a smoker. So you can kind of see the difference there. Mm -hmm. And I think he wraps this up in a really good quote in the book, um, which is that your habits shape your identity and your identity shapes your habits, which I thought was really nice. So I think the book was full of heaps of cool tips to implement. So we'll definitely be covering this topic in more detail in a later episode. Um, because there's so many little gold nuggets that you can really practically implement into your daily life to help you reach your goals. And what about you, Tiff? Mm, well, I can give you a work-related um, inspiring thing, and I will not always cover work-related uh, inspiration, but it, actually this week was quite interesting. Most of you don't know, but Tanya and I work together, and mm-hmm. uh, we work for a cool company that does communications advisory and innovation consulting, and we have been working for a CDO for one of the world's biggest car companies. <laughs> and the task, and not to bore you, but just the task was to find one of the best journalists in the English-speaking world. Not a big task. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and within two weeks, got an exclusive interview with our client. It was quite a challenge. Wow. And I thought to myself, oh my God, what do I do now? And what I did was I made a list of the top 20 journalists from magazines that really inspire me. And I wrote to them all. And I expected to get no replies or grumpy messages in return saying, you know, this is this is ridiculous. What are you talking about? But I was so surprised that I, one, received personal replies and the majority of them were friendly and thankful for reaching out to me to invite them. So this experience reminded me that, you know, one, if you want to make something happen with the right message and the right intention, you can make anything happen. Two, no person is too special or famous to be contacted. We tend to put many people on pedestals, but we are really similar at the end of the day. And uh, three, you never know what you can do until you try. That's so true. Mm-hmm. So, Tanya, tell me, to get started, what are the essentials you've found to get shit done? 
Well, I think a little bit linked to the book that I just mentioned, I think the first up is really that it is so, so, so critical to define your own personal values and commit to them. So this seems like a big statement, but it really is an important one. We really, as individuals, have to become clear on what we personally stand for. And this actually is the very, very first step to time management, to getting shit done. Because once you've set these values or what's important to you, then you can build your daily habits around these areas. So to put this practically um, as an easy exercise, just grab a piece of paper or grab your phone and write down what's important to you. What comes top of mind? What is likely going to be the values that will drive your decisions? And where do you want to spend the majority of your time? Because we mainly make value-driven decisions instead of making random decisions, or we spend time on things that don't serve what is actually most important to us. So when we know, for example, that for me, uh, I'll take myself as an example, family, writing, and socializing Mm -hmm. are three of my key values. And this actually helps me set my daily and weekly tasks in alignment with these values. Am I going to work in a way today that gives me the freedom to be at home with my family and and spend quality time with them? Or am I going to, you know, whittle away my time on things that don't serve my values? That's Mm -hmm. what you have to ask yourself. So you really become clearer on what you say yes to and what you say no to. Mm -hmm. And the beauty is when your values line up with what you want to achieve, you're really more likely to get into it. You actually want to get into it. And it gives you a stronger reason to get started because getting started is almost the hardest thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm totally guilty of procrastinating. I'm on, We're all human here. Um, but I think this is a really fantastic first step. So defining your values and what's important to you. Mm-hmm. So Tiff, I know this is a challenging topic, but how much time do you personally spend on the things you value each day? Oh, (laughs) that's a hard one. Um, I would say right now a large portion just because I work part-time and we're working on our podcast, so definitely a large portion, but there's definitely room for improvement, I would say. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) let's work on procrastination. (laughs) Amen. <laughs> yeah. So diving deeper into this topic, we've made a short list of time management hacks that come from productivity thought leaders out there. So to start off with, let's get into some time management basics. So most importantly, you should know where you're going to put your time. And as Tanya said, having that list of your top values, it can also help you create a clear and nice environment that you can execute in. So once you've got those values set, then having your environment set to also help you execute is so important. Clear the distractions, keep only the essentials that you need and nothing else that you have to make you distracted. So, you know, creating that focused time, creating that focused area is super important. So Pareto's law, which is the 80-20 rule, is quite an interesting rule. And I personally found out about this rule from the book from Tim Ferriss, which is called The 4-Hour Workweek. It's basically 20% of the things you do today are going to give you 80% of the results. And this is a fantastic book that we'll put into the show notes. And so Pareto's principle was named after its founder, the Italian economist Vilfredo Pareto, back in 1895. And he noted that people in society seem to divide naturally into what he called the vital few and the top 20% in terms of money and influence and the trivial many um, or the bottom 80%. 
Later, he discovered that virtually all economic activity was subject to that principle and in that 80% of wealth in Italy at the time was controlled by 20% of the population. So we can take Pareto's 80-20 rule and apply it to almost any situation. Understanding that principle is essential to learn how to prioritize. So um, a great author and writer, Brian Tracy, which I personally follow, he said that take a piece of paper and write down 10 goals, just 10, and then ask yourself if you could only accomplish one of those goals on that list today, which one would give you the greatest impact on your life today? So that one goal on the list would give you the greatest impact in your life today. Then pick the second most important goal and what you'll find after you complete this exercise, which we've personally both done, (laughs) we had to do a bit of research ourselves or homework, (laughs) is that you'll have determined the most important 20% of your goals that will help you more than anything else. That's a fantastic prioritization tool, honestly. Yeah. And uh, you should continue to work at those goals you've chosen as the most valuable with your time. So you often see people who appear busy all day long but seem to accomplish very little. And I can definitely say I've done that and still Mm -hmm. continue to do that on random days. We've all been guilty of that for sure. But this is almost always because when you're busy working on tasks that have low value, you know, mainly you have time for procrastination. And one or two activities that could really make a difference to the companies and careers are not being kind of prioritized. So most importantly is to bring the one or two most important things right to the start of your day. The most valuable tasks you do each day are often the hardest and most complex, but payoff, the reward is actually the most tremendous. So before you begin, ask yourself, is this task in the top 20% or is it in the bottom 80%? And the rule for this is resist temptation to clear up the small things first. Oh my gosh, I am personally very guilty of this <laughs> so guilty and that starts with let's start with email this morning absolutely mm-hmm. it's it's such an interesting thing like just to start okay this morning i'm gonna do the most important thing and then get to email mm-hmm. yeah once you've done that you've done that one most important thing you know you feel okay i've achieved something you've got more space to to kind of get onto the the smaller thing but the, of course the smaller things are important but starting with most important things actually will give you that rewarding feeling absolutely um, and so if you choose to start your day working on low value tasks, as I, as I mentioned, you know, ad hoc stuff, you will soon develop the habit of always starting and working on low value tasks. Mm-hmm. So success and achievement has always been the same and it begins with dreaming big. Mm-hmm. So starting with that big goal or that big task. Um, he further said in this article that, you know, when you begin to dream big dreams, your levels of self-esteem and self-confidence will go up immediately. Absolutely. And when you feel that you've achieved something, again, your self-esteem and self-confidence go up dramatically and you'll feel more powerful about yourself and your ability to deal with what happens around you. The reason so many people accomplish so little is that they never allow themselves to lean back and imagine what kind of life would be possible for them. So That is so true. I think I I was thinking the exact same thing then, that when you begin, it take it on a daily basis. If you're beginning your day with low value tasks, it's almost like you're devaluing yourself Mm -hmm. in a way. Mm -hmm. And devaluing your time, actually. Absolutely. So most people can typically identify with a few things that stand between them and their goals. And sometimes these are feelings of helplessness. They're simply excuses. And, um, you know, I'm definitely a master at this. I'm (laughs) such a master of excuses. It's really scary. Um, So I I guess uh, playing on to that, a good question to ask yourself is, 
what is actually holding you back? Mm-hmm. I have to say I ask myself that often, really. For myself, my ultimate, ultimate dream, my big dream would be to be a published author. So what's standing in my way? Mm-hmm. I, I, I look back actually in the last few years and there's always been something. It's like, oh, I'm planning a wedding now. I'm mm-hmm. busy. Oh, now we're planning a baby. I'm quite busy. <laughs> and then, oh, yeah, work, life, everything, renovation, it all gets in your way. Mm-hmm. Um, so ask yourself, is it something in your current occupation or your job? Is it your environment or is it your level of health? What situations are you putting yourself in on a daily basis? What is actually setting the speed for you to achieve your goals? So I think essentially we are all strong believers in whatever situation we've gotten ourselves into, we can certainly get ourselves out of. So if your real goal is to dream big dreams and to live without limits, you can set this as your standard and compare everything that you do against it. And of course, it's easier said than done, but I'm personally, and Tiffany, probably you too, let's high five. We are committed (laughs) to doing this. Mm -hmm. Um, So let's really give it a crack and Mm -hmm. give it our best shot. Hey, sister. (laughs) (laughs) okay so next up are a few more productivity hacks we have found a great list from our friends at growth tribe the first up is laborat's law no idea if that's how you pronounce it correctly but Mm -hmm. i'm giving it my best Mm -hmm. so according to laborat's law you should prioritize difficult tasks for the start of the day and why is that It sounds like a no-brainer, pardon the pun, but brains are fresher in the morning. That's a fact. Look, for the last tens of thousands of years, we as humans naturally like to run away from pain Mm -hmm. (laughs) and we really want to do everything to avoid it. And secondly, science has shown that our ability to make decisions and especially important decision-making this actually diminishes as the day goes on. So your most powerful problem-solving, critical thinking, creative brain is actually most potent in the morning. And this is literally backed and supported by human biology. So to put it bluntly, to recap, let's put the difficult things towards the start of the day to get our shit done, right? So next up is called Carlson's Law. We are often guilty of doing one task in a very long stretch of time, uh, but it has been proven, and this is according to Carlson's Law, that the task will be completed much faster if it was broken up into a bunch of attempts or multiple mini tasks. So the sheer mental load of switching between one task to the next slows down our inbuilt processor. And ways to help you to do this on a practical level will be simply, hey, switching off notifications. No more peering down at the screen when one of the hundreds of WhatsApp groups you're a part of pings on your screen. Or you can even get noise-canceling headphones so you can get really into the zone. Um, Or even just finding an environment or an area where you're working so that there's not too many visual cues and distractions so your eyes don't wander off. And so these are a few little hacks um, that, you know, contribute to the whole package of ensuring that you can really get shit done. Murphy's Law, which I'm sure many of you are familiar with, um, as we all know, when you're planning a project or a big task, something normally happens that's not according to plan and, you know, gets things a little bit pear-shaped. 
and things begin to start taking a little bit longer than expected. Mm -hmm. So taking that into account, why not plan an extra 30, 40 or 50% longer for the task you're trying to achieve? So once you start becoming a time ninja, then you can really start reducing that percentage Mm -hmm. over time Mm -hmm. with different projects. So it's just giving yourself a little bit more fat to complete a task. And I know that's actually really, really hard to do. Like Mm -hmm. Tiff and I in our our day jobs, uh, you know, we are always under a time crunch. Mm -hmm. So fighting for time is not always easy, but it's just going to ensure that the task is completed correctly and to the best of your ability. Mm -hmm. Next up is Parkinson's Law. So let's say everyone has been given a task or a project to complete with this crazy date way in the future. For example, we've got a big project and it's due in June 2020 or August 2020, something mm-hmm. really far away. Um, and it's it's so intangible. It's so far. You can't actually imagine it actually happening. So this is almost like the opposite of what we were talking about before. But paradoxically, the more time you give yourself to finish a task, the more likely it will take you as long as you have given yourself. And more than likely, you will take longer to complete it. Mm-hmm. So setting a deadline is really, really, really critical and it's so important to get shit done. So setting, yes, it has to be a realistic deadline, but I think it should also be a deadline that um, that puts maybe a tiny bit of pressure on you. We work to deadlines all the time and the fact is they do work. So one way to get that shit done is breaking your time into micro snippets. So doing this, you can work in 25-minute chunks, with really short, tiny little breaks so you remain fresh, whether that's standing up at your desk, stretching, grabbing a quick coffee, you know, just having a very, very quick breather, and then you go back into working for a 25-minute chunk. So this keeps everything efficient and fast. And this little technique actually has a name. It's called the Pomodoro Technique, and it really helps to create a very undistracted, focused time spacing for you to complete these tasks. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> Amazing list. <laughs> so um, just to come back to the Pomodoro technique, there are two sites which actually help you track that 25-minute time. So, you, of course, you can use your iPhone or whatever phone you have and just set a 25-minute timer. But there are um, sites online called the Tomato Timer, which is tomato or tomato-timer.com or pomodoro-tracker.com. We'll put them in the show notes. They're just two basic websites. Perfect. I think there's also this other device you can actually buy. It's analog. It's not digital. It's Mm -hmm. called a time timer. Mm -hmm. And I know we've used that at our workplace for meetings in particular because our workplace, um, like many workplaces, can be quite guilty of uh, running over meeting time. So we've really tried to stick with it and it's worked really well. It looks like a clock. Mm Mm-hmm. But it really gives you this warning before your time is, you know, getting closer to being up and it really keeps things nice and tight and efficient Mm -hmm. because, as you know, you can be guilty of waffling on. So that works really well too. Yeah, that's that's a really good point. I think what we don't mention here is that valuing your time. This is something that I'm guilty of and I think a lot of us are guilty of that we don't actually value the time that we have. So, you know, as we said, there's so many time management hacks and there's like a bazillion different things you can do. But what's most important is just to start with one of them and make a habit, you know, make sure you really value the time that you have and, and even put a number to your time, you know, how much is this worth? Absolutely. Yeah. Am I spending this amount of time equal to money on this 
or this. So the 80-20 rule, all the rules that we we just mentioned, all of them help you to value the, the time that you have and also control the time you have. So you can focus on the most important things. So to wrap it up, as I just mentioned, if you take one thing out of this episode, we believe the most important thing is to become clear on your values. And defining and committing to the things that are most important in your life will help you become clearer where you want to spend your time, which is what we just talked about. And to finish off with a quote, a bit of a harsh quote, the well-known author and educator Peter Drucker once said, until we can manage time, we can manage nothing else. Very good. (laughs) Yeah, well, harsh but true. Why not? That's really on point. Uh So thank you so much, guys, for listening to the Getting Shit Done episode of the Grow Getters podcast. Potty mouths we are. (laughs) If you like what you've heard so far, please subscribe, rate and review us on iTunes. We would really love that. And we'll continue to cover the latest tips, knowledge and hacks every Wednesday to help your business, brand or career grow. See you next time. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.